and welcome to Spouses of Light. I'm David. And I'm Lisa. And this is a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy game starting with one and talk about it together. We are finally finishing Final Fantasy V. Woo! But before we talk about that, oh, Lorcan update time. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, dear. So, I'm going to play my first Lorcana tournament this Saturday. Ooh. We've been playing at our local game store, but they haven't had any, like, structured play at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I finally signed up for a free tournament online. I'm going to play off of Pixelborn, and yeah, here's hoping it'll be good. Yay! Yay! I hope you'll have fun even if you don't win. Oh, I'll definitely have fun even if I don't win. And Playing is just fun. And you're always a winner to me. Oh, that's so wrong. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I've still been playing the Popsicle deck mostly. So I think I'm 20, 30. I think I'm like 30 and 15 on mm. that deck right now. So that's probably what I'm going to play. But I just played a popsicle deck for the first time, like fifteen minutes ago, and I didn't get a single popsicle, so Aww. it sucked. Oh. <laughs> but I also downloaded a few other decks just to try out because as I've been playing, I've been seeing a lot of other decks. I'm like, that could be cool. That mm-hmm. could be cool. So I pulled a bunch of them in. I want to try a few before Saturday and see how it goes. Yay! Yeah. So if you're listening to this when it goes live. At midnight on Saturday, in seven hours, I'll be playing. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah, so that's my Lorcana update. Mm-hmm. You have a sad Lorcana update. I do? Yeah. Your big tinks? Ugh. I ordered some cards online and they got lost in the mail. Like, literally, like, it showed up. They got stolen out of the envelope and the, the post office, like, put it in one of their envelopes saying, whoopsie, like, <laughs> it's empty. And yeah, so I'm bummed. Yeah. And now I have to try and see like, hey, will you refund me or send me more cards? But I'm not crossing my fingers. I'm just sad. (laughs) It is sad, but important to do it sooner rather than later. So it doesn't seem like a scam. Yep. Yeah. Just happened. Was it yesterday or the day before? It's super sad. Yep. Yep. But super good news. We talked about the fact that Lisa may or may not be getting a new job. Like one of the reasons we took our break was... It was in limbo and temporary, and she was doing a weird new thing. But as of today, Lisa has a new job. Woo! So? Well, as of today, it's official. I start my new job on Friday. Yeah. So Lisa is now the... Minister of Children and Youth at our church. Yeah. So she's got a full-time job, and she's taking care of everyone from birth to 18. Yeah. So... Very exciting, very fun. Woohoo! Lots of cool stuff and cool challenges for her. So we're very proud, very excited, and we'll talk about what that means for the podcast toward the end. Mm. Yes? Yes. Cool. Well, anything else? Any life updates, Lorcan updates, Final Fantasy updates, or Final Fantasy news? I don't have any Final Fantasy updates. Oh. But we do have some Spouses of Light updates. Oh, do we? Yes. Oh, what's our update? So, Spotify Wrapped came out today. Oh. But Spouses of Light, they do Spotify Wrapped for podcasters also. Whoa, no way. Yeah. And so we found out that our number one streamed episode was episode 11. That's the why not friend if friend shaped? 
You remember that off the top of your head? No, I watched the raft with you. Oh. But uh that if if it were me, that would be the episode I would watch based off I would listen to based off of the title, so. Yeah. Why friend shaped if not friend? That's a good title. It was listened to 65% more than the rest of our episodes. So it had like eight listens as opposed to four? 23. Wow. 23 listens. There you go. Usually we're in the low teens. L- low teens, you say? Mm-hmm. Very cool. And we were streamed in three different countries. The US, Ireland, and... I don't know. It didn't say. Oh, okay. But um, we know who we- listens to us in Ireland. And we don't know who listens to us in the U.S. And I've I no- listen to us in the U.S. Oh. <laughs> well, besides us, I mean, like, okay. And I have no idea who listens to us in that mystery third country. So if it's you, let us know. Yay! Spouselsoflight at gmail dot com. Woohoo! And then the th- one of the things that I think is really cool is they tallied up the minutes of all of our episodes, and we created one point five k, so one point five thousand minutes. Of content. Hashtag content. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. When like a, a little over a year ago we started this thing and now we're at one and a half thousand minutes of content. Yes. Fifteen hundred minutes. Whoop whoop. Woot woot. So thanks for listening. Yes. If you have been with us over this last year or if you're just starting off with us, thank you so much. Uh we would love to talk with you, love to actually build a little bit of a community with you. But uh, if not, thanks just so much for listening. Yeah. It means a lot. Yeah. So, anything else? Nope. Then let's dive back in. At this point, we finally are ready to enter the interdimensional rift. Interdimensional rift. Woo! And we Woo! get a cutscene. Oh. So you fly into the rift and the airship gets shaky shaky. And we get sucked in with more purple shaky waves. And we land docked on some water. Mm-hmm. And we walk up into a desert. Mm. And what does the desert look like, Lisa? Looks like a desert. Oh. There's yellow sand everywhere. And it's real deserty. Does it remind you of anything from the game? It reminds me of a desert that we were in earlier in the game. Yeah, it's like the desert is shifting sands. In fact, there's shifting sands and stuff to mm-hmm. do. So we wander around the desert and we find our old uh, friends, the land crawler and the ammonites. So we don't need to talk about what they look like. Except we can talk about how much we hate the land crawlers because they're ugly. Sure. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Ugly, ugly, ugly. But we make it to a door. and then A door, you say? A door. Oh. And a bunch of monsters appear above the door and they go, For a thousand years we have been sealed within the rift. Once Xdeath attains the power of the void, our new home, a world of darkness, will be born. You've been a thorn in Lord Xdeath's side for long enough. The void will be your burial ground. <laughs> Skay. Yep. But also, false. Black bear. No, just false. Okay. So if, we... Uh, uh, spoiler alert, Xdeath's plan is not to have a world of darkness. That's true. So, yeah. It's almost like the bad guy lies to his lackeys. Oh no, how original. Yep. <laughs> so we go through uh, into the door and we enter a place that looks like the catapult. And as we work our way through, we get some items. We get the ether, the cottage, some dark matter, two elixirs, and the blood sword. 
Is the blood sword the one where you attack with it and you drain health from them and you get it back? Yeah, it's noise. It's basically a sword that is always enchanted with drain. Whoop whoop. So you don't have to have a spell blade do it. Yeah. We like that. We do. We also have some monsters. Monsters, you say? Monsters, I say. We have our old friend Ghidra from last week, so I won't bring that up this time. Then we've got the Badlanders. I don't think it's the Badlanders. Oh, what was it? I don't know. Okay. but it's I not- had the Balanderis, and that also wasn't right, so whatever. Uh, now I need to know again. Oh, I was joking around. Like, we didn't actually have to know. I was just being silly. They are called the Baldanders. I'm going with Badlanders. The Baldanders are an enemy that we've seen before. Uh, I don't remember where now, but it's like a ring and there's ribbons stretched across it. And there's a face on one side and it is gold and silver. It is an amethyst steel, if you will. Nope, it is an amber steel, if you will. The level checker. The level checker is, again, we've seen it before. It's the robot head on a stick and it is red and gray. The grenade. The grenade is the same sprite as the bomb, and it's a dark, dark blue silver color. The Death Dealer. The Death Dealer is the silly little walking on hands critter sprite that we've seen before. It is a yellow color, and its uh, tunic is purple, pink, and white. Yep. So then we come out into an area that looks like the Phantom Village, but this time everyone's frozen. Yes. So at first... It was at this point that I realized that we were going back through some of the old places we'd been. I wasn't I wasn't sure until we got here because I'm like, well, all the caves look the same. All the deserts look the same, you know. But this was very obviously the Phantom Village. But yeah, you can't talk to anybody. Um, and you just kind of have to walk through and walk out again. But it was also at this point that I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, how do I... What? And yeah. And so the door that we came out of was the door that had the like blue seal on it that like you couldn't go in before oh i didn't even put that together interesting Mm -hmm. so we just work our way through this city and then the next place we go to is the forest of moor and this time we've got some more monsters Mm -hmm. we've got the moss fungus the moss fungus is a giant mushroom with circle teeth the white flame the white flame is like an eyeball with some blue, I guess, flames coming out from it. And the Farfello. The Farfello is a, like, jester-like looking creature on a magic ball, and it's got sparkles, like, emanating from it, and it's all multicolored. It is orange and blue and green and yellow and red. And we can get a dragon fang, a ribbon, a Lilith rod, and an enhancer here. And then we have our first mini boss. We do. So we have a mini boss appear and we face Calofisteri. Calofisteri is beautiful. She is a blue fey creature. She's got long blue hair and she's got gold chains like draped around her shoulders, draped around her legs. Um, And she's got like a, a gold circlet crown kind of thing with really long blue ears. And then she's kind of cuddling a green slime blob. I don't know. Anyway, that's her. Yep. So we beat her, and then we go into a waterfall cave. It looks like a cave with waterfalls. Yep. Kind of like where we faced uh, Leviathan. 
Yep. And it's at this point that I'm like, are, are we going to get some save points? I, I've got 99 cottages I'd like to use. The answer is there's one in the entire rift. Yeah. And the rift is long. So long. I'm, I'm sure at this point of the game, it's not going to come as much of a surprise. But I'm really not a fan of the end of this game. Yeah. <laughs> and it is long and it is painful. It's rough, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But we make it through the waterfall cave. As we do, we fight some enemies. We mm -hmm. fight the Oru Cat. The Oru Cat is an orange slimy pile with green eyes in it. The Akalon. The Akalon is a critter we've seen before. It's the four-legged boar kind of thing with a super long neck. It is a dark brown with black hair, a yellow eye, and a blue snout. And we come across one of our first optional bosses of the of this dungeon. Optional, like, super ultra mega boss. Mm -hmm. This is not just, oh, like, it's another tough, tough boss. This is a, you get a trophy if you beat this boss. It is so difficult. And fittingly, its name is Omega. Omega is a sprite we've seen before, um, I believe, on the Flying Fortress. Anyway, it's a it's a metal creature with four legs and uh, it's silver colored. There you go. And I did not beat it. I tried a couple times and got wiped so bad that I started getting scared for the end of the game, but I just walked away. Spoiler alert, I didn't beat any of the optional bosses. Yeah, I think I beat one or two of the lesser optional bosses, but yeah. So there you go. So then we step out into the Library of the Ancients, mm -hmm. and we open some books, and one of the books brings out another mini-boss. This is a panda. A panda. This is one of the ones that I beat. Did you beat this one? Yeah, I thought you had to. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's not an optional one. Anyway, a panda looks like a... It's a four-legged beast. It is... Uh, on its hind legs and it's got a tail it's a reddish brown it's got two bull horns and it's snarling and it's got like gold arm cuffs and so beating it changes the world outside so you go back out the door you came in and now you're on some floating islands well that's what you're supposed to do oh i didn't understand and i interacted with the book again and then i walked back out and it was the waterfall cave still and so then I walked in and I talked to all the other books and one of them warns you about Shinryu and one of them warns you about, I don't remember what. Omega. Oh, is it Omega? And then um, I was like, okay, am I supposed to go back? And I went all the way back to the forest because I was like, did I miss something somewhere? And then I finally looked up a guide and said, oh, the book is a switch. And so I wasn't supposed to interact with it the second time. So I go all the way back. I interact with it. And then I might exit and it's the new place. When you open the book, it tells you that it was a switch. Yeah, so. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you walk out into the floating islands and you've got some new enemies. Mm -hmm. You've got the dragon Avis. The dragon Avis is a green dragon. We've seen this sprite before. It's facing away from us and it's got one leg kind of hanging down and it's breathing blue fire. It is a green color. And the ninja. Ninja looks like a ninja, but he's got a lot of armor, so I don't know, but he's a ninja. There you go. So next we come to probably the worst part of the entire uh, interdimensional rift. Oh. We come to the large castle. Mm-hmm. I hate this castle. 
So here in the castle, we have some of the worst enemies. We have the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant is huge and dark blue and has a giant sword. The Sword Dancer. The Sword Dancer, I, I think, is naked. Um, he's, he's a dark tan color with a gold, like, cloak thingy and dual swords that he's got crossed over his body and he's got one leg crossed over to not see any private bits. The Fury. The Fury looks like the uh, Mars Attacks aliens. So it's got the giant brain and the hands coming out and the weird robes. This one is green and yellow and pink. The Deathclaw. The Deathclaw has the Buzz Lightyear legs and then the six tentacles coming out from its giant face. And it is teal and blue. Our old friend, the Mithril Dragon. And then the Alte Rote. I did not like these guys. They are awful. But it is a sprite we've seen before. It's the super old man who's like hunched over in half. And he's got a staff and an, and an orb in the other hand and a really long beard. This one, the staff is red, the orb is green, and the cloak is a dark yellow. And when it loses a certain amount of hit points, it transforms and shows its true form, which is the Jura Avis. The Jura Avis is a long dragon. So not the European style, but closer to the Japanese style dragon. Um, It's got a couple pairs of wings. Its mouth is very snake-like, and then it does have some legs. So it's not totally a Japanese dragon. And the Azul Magia. The Azul Magia um, is a giant person in a huge cloak. And you can't really see anything about its body because the clothes are so big. And he's got a staff. And you can get the Hermes Sandals, Thor's Hammer, some Red Slippers, and the Man Eater here. Mm -hmm. So you make your way through this castle. And at one point you get through the dungeons. And there's a purple haired girl who gives you a kiss for setting her free. Yeah, she's like, I've been stuck here forever. Even though she's in the room with the stairs that let you out. Yeah, and I'm like, "Mm, that's not sketchy at all. It's super sus. (laughs) And by sus, it's obviously bad. Yep. And so you head up the stairs that she also goes and she then and you head to the door to leave and she appears and goes, why are you trying to leave? That's just rude. Well, first you get knocked out of the way from the door. And then you, when you try it again, she goes, WTF, mate. She's like, I don't give my kiss of death to just anyone. Mm-hmm. And you have a mini boss fight against Halicarnassus. Halicarnassus um, is super extra. It. It's a creature, it's a, well, humanoid creature. Um, it's purple and there's like shoulder pads for days. And it's got a helmet thing that has the same curvature as the shoulder pads. And it's got one hand on its hip and another hand like in the air kind of resting on a staff. And it's like, it's and its feet are crossed at the knee. And it's very clearly like, I'm waiting. It's like the vibe it's giving off. So you beat her, you head outside, and then you go to try to leave to go to the last part of the interdimensional rift, and there's another mini-boss waiting for you, and this one is Twintanya. Yay, mini-bosses! So we make it to the end, we're trying to get out, and we fight another mini-boss, we fight Twintanya. Another mini-boss? Yay! Yay! Yay. This one's uh, big and kind of gross, it... It has six limbs and it's a big old, I mean, if Behemoth weren't like a TM monster in this game, that's kind of how I describe it. It's just big. It's got four horns 
huge teeth, a long tail, and it's just like a poop brown color. And it uses a bunch of the spells that summons have, and most of them can't be reflected, so you can't just easy, like, cheese it like you could Bahamoth and just reflect back Mega Drain. Like, yeah. Tidal Wave doesn't reflect, Atomic Ray doesn't reflect, Ice Storm. It would cast Tidal Wave three times before I would get a turn. It yeah. was annoying. I had much better luck for this entire ending because I got the Mimic ability and mastered it on all four of my characters. Because... Also, by this point, I knew, I knew that there weren't going to be any stores or anything to buy. So I just used the Zeninage ability and then mimicked it three times and did tons of damage. That's really smart. Yeah. I didn't think to use the Zeninage ability until the Neo Exeth fight. Mm. And even then when it was doing like 3000 damage to everyone, it wasn't enough to like keep up when you're having to do 60,000 damage before the game is over. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Mimic ability is really strong. You get to mimic uh, Bahamut, but I just wasn't willing to do the work. Yep. <laughs> this game did not engage me enough to do that. So That's fair. Yep. But you beat it, and you finally get to teleport to the Rift. Mm -hmm. And we've got some items. You can pick up three Fuma Shuriken and an Elixir. And then you've got some more enemies as you grind through. And so the Elixir is super helpful because no save points. No save points. So... When we teleport to the rift, even though we've been in the rift the whole time, this is the final floor of the rift. This is the riftiest rift. But it's still like six different screens, all that look like you're in space. Mm -hmm. And it's still super annoying. Mm -hmm. But you got the king behemoth. The king behemoth uh, is the sprite for the behemoth we've seen before. So it's a bull-like critter on all fours. It is a gray color with red hair. The gorgamera. The Gorgamera looks like the Chimera sprite we've seen before, just different colors. So the dragony part is blue. The snake part is a maroonish color. The goat is green. The lion is dark red. And then the all four legs are different colors and the wings are purple. The Necromancer. The Necromancer is kind of cool. Super gross, though. Um, <laughs> he's a floating spirit thing. And his he's got like a purple cloak and then his robe question mark is made up of like faces that are like howling in pain and so super gross and dark the bellafor the belfagor is a gargoyle sprite and it's a gold color the mind flayer the mind flayer is a cthulhu sorcerer he is silver with a red and yellow cloak and a red staff if you've played Baldur's Gate 3, if you've played D&D, &D, if you've seen Stranger Things, it's a mind flare. Yep. <laughs> the Crystal. The Crystal is a pile of crystals, and it's blue. <laughs> and the Crystal Dragon. The Crystal Dragon is uh, a really intense dragon sprite. Uh, I don't know if we've seen it before. We will see it shortly. Again, it is purple with green, and it's not a smooth dragon it's kind of like every one of its scales is sharp and up from its skin so it's not I, I think it just said it's not smooth it's very spiky it's very cool yeah then we've got two optional boss fights we've got shinryu shinryu is like i said the same sprite i just described but instead of being purple and green he is a like stone brown color and a dark yellow and the necrophobe and his barriers. 
The necrophobe looks like a floating knight with like bone armor is the best I can describe it. And then his barriers are four just floating heads that are like screaming at you. And they're all purple. So you make your way through and then you finally get to the only good part of the interdimensional rift. (laughs) Well, real quick. I did. So the necrophobe was an optional boss. Yeah, I just said these were the two oh, okay. optional bosses. Did you fight either of them? I fought both of them and died to both of them and moved on. Okay, so Shinryu is another one that if you beat him, you get a trophy. So he's one of the super ultra mega bosses. And I tried a couple times, failed miserably. This is when I gave up on all of my trophy dreams. Mm. Because he's a monster in a box. He comes out of a chest. And in order to open that chest, you have to beat him. And so I didn't get to open all of my chests because I couldn't beat him. And I got so mad. Um, And then the necrophobe, if you beat him, his spot would have turned into a save point and Mm. a point where you could have used your like cottages and stuff. But he was so difficult. Again, like I tried and just nope. So super frustrating with the end of this game. Yeah. But the best part of the end of the game shows up here. Okay. So you get to walk up and you get to see our old friend Gilgamesh, who X-Death had banished to the Void. Yes. And here he is in the interdimensional rift of the Void. And so you start to fight X-Death. Um, you start to fight Gilgamesh. And then all of a sudden, it recognize, he, they recognize Bartz and they go, wait a minute, you're Bartz. You're not a monster. Mm-hmm. What like, up, dude? <laughs> like he was just fighting whoever came near him because he's kind of like out in the open. He's not a random encounter. And so you walk up, you see him and you walk up to him and yeah. And he literally is like, yeah, I, I thought you were a monster. There's so many monsters here and they're so strong. I'm fighting so many monsters all the time. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm just trying to get out. Like, how do I get out of here? He's like, do you know the way out? And they're like, yeah, just go back that way. We, we cleared a path. And he's like, sweet. Let's all go back together. They're like, no, no, no. We're going to fight x He's like, okay, well. I'll head back and we'll go on adventures together then. (laughs) I know. It was actually really cute. He was like, oh, you guys doing that good guy thing? All right. I get it. Like, it was, it was very funny. And then he's like, but I know you'll, I know you'll beat X-Death. No problem. So when you come out, find me and we'll hang out together. Which just reminds me, spoiler alert for the ending of this game. We don't go hang out with Gilgamesh, even though Gilgamesh told us to. That sucks. (laughs) Well, I will say... As I was looking at a guide for Necrophobe, was it Necrophobe or Shinryu? One of the two optional bosses at the end, if you had fought long enough, Gilgamesh shows up and helps you beat them. And so I wonder if he maybe dies or something happens that you don't get to meet up with him. Like, I don't know that Mm -hmm. it was necessarily us. There you go. But in any case. Anyway. Um... But yeah, that's the best part. Gilgamesh is funny once again. Mm-hmm. We get a bye-bye. He runs out, is leaving the void because we cleared a path for him. So It felt very much like uh, some of the summons where they're, where you fight them for a little bit. And then they're like, hey, wait a second. Like, Ifrit? You know? And then mm-hmm. it stops the fight and stuff. So It was very good. Yep. It was a highlight. And it was back to the wackiness that made, like, the wacky parts that made this game good. Mm-hmm. Because as down on this game as I've been toward the end, this game isn't bad. Mm-hmm. This game, ha- the highs of this game are really high. The problem is that the lows of this game are really <laughs> low. And so this game elicits strong emotions on both sides. Mm-hmm. And it's just been sad that the 
low part has been constant for the last couple times. Because the high parts were, you know, Boko. And Boko's got kids. And Sildra. And, like, Galoof being an idiot. Like, <laughs> and uh, Cryley showing up and, like, blasting uh, King Tycoon. Like, these, this game has highs mm-hmm. that are really good. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. We'll get yeah. there when we stack rank it. So. Yep. But the war, um, we basically are done and we head up to X-Death and X-Death's like, you're too late. I win. Ha ha ha. And the entire world gets sucked into the void along with us. And we're all stranded in the midst of stars and the void. And then Bart's dad comes and smacks us. Well, hold on. This is okay. this is when Exteth reveals his true plan. Oh, okay. Which is uh, not a world of darkness, but in existence for everybody. Like, his, his final goal is that nobody exists, including him. And I'm like, couldn't you just kill yourself? Like, and then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> well, no, because true, as we know, death isn't enough. Because things that have died still can show up in this game. So death is only the beginning. But if he's dead, then he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. But this is what I'm trying to say. No, as we're about to see, we're going to see five dead guys come help us here in the void. So Yeah, because they're good. We don't know that X-Death would survive. We also don't know that he wouldn't exist in some sort of like hellish like uh, afterlife also being an evil guy yeah but he doesn't know that his plan will succeed like anyway anyway nihilism is a theme you gotta just embrace the nihilism i guess (laughs) i'm like it's not this is not the first time that nihilism has been the end goal of the final boss of a final fantasy game Mm. it will not be the last time (laughs) nihilism in in final fantasy bosses is a thing (laughs) which is also part of the issue with this game is that there's nothing really new in any of the motivations of anything or mm. in the resolution. Like, it's just rehashing the same stuff, right? Like, the boss just wants nihilism. You gotta fight. You gotta kill this nihilistic thing to save all of existence. Hashtag crystals. Hashtag <laughs> stuff. Uh, so, yeah. We're in the void. It seems like... X that's about to win, and then Bart's dad comes and smacks us and wakes us up. And the Dawn Warriors all show up with King Tycoon. Mm-hmm. And all five of them are like, Look, we'll seal the void. You kill X Death. Only you could do it. Because only we can do the crystals, and you save the world. That's your world. And it's like, It's your world too. We're all in this dead place right now. Like, yeah. whatever. But yeah, we'll do it because we have to. <laughs> so they. Pop out, they seal the void. X-Death turns into a giant tree, his OG form. Yeah. Right? Because we know that X-Death is just a tree, so Mm -hmm. we see his OG. So this form is, it looks like he's in, he's in like a crescent moon shape of a tree. And it's just roots that make up a face. And he's like yelling, he's got teeth, and then like a blue orbs coming out of the top of his head. So yeah, so that's what you see when you fight him. I'm talking about like on the screen. Oh, sorry. On the screen, he's a giant tree, like giant tree, like filling up the entire top half of the screen. Mm -hmm. So we see this tree and he's got a blue ring around him and then the face comes out of the bark. And then when you're ready to fight them, 
like luckily you can do a quick save and you can like mess with your stat your arrangement and everything yeah when you're ready to fight them you talk to them and it starts the fight and it has that look that blue thing at the top i think it was uh i think he's sort of like an angler fish and that looks to me oh. like the x death like that we've been seeing this whole time like the blue like muscular uh armor oh you're person. right yeah I didn't see that before, but you're absolutely right. It reminded me of Grand Fisher mm-hmm. in Bleach, where it, like it drops this form in front, mm-hmm. but it's really this monster behind. Totally. Like, so, um, but yeah, so you fight this version of X Death, and this version is not hard. This version goes down pretty easily. Um, it's pretty fast. It it's just a lot of hit points, but you can take this ver- this part down. Not a lot of problems. Apparently, you didn't have many problems with the next part also because you were 10 levels above me and had Mimic. And <laughs> I mean, it, t- it, take me, it took me three tries, but I was able to do it. So so the next step is you fight Neo X-Death, and Neo X-Death looks like... Where do I even begin? So as soon as it, ca- it popped up, I was like, oh, I recognize you from Theater Rhythm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the chibi version. So the real version is kind of R-rated. There's a lot of naked people, and including women, and they're missing limbs. Like, I don't want to get too vulgar, but it's just, it's gross. It's clearly, like, a lot of dead people, including just some skeletons, and then there's, like, some monster heads, and then at the very front must be one of Exteth's, like, uh, humanoid forms before he, you know, turned into a tree or whatever. And it's this silver muscular guy, and he's got red horns coming out of the top of his head, and he's just, like, leading the charge on this hell beast i don't even know what so the way this fight goes is that there are five parts to the monster and so five different targets yeah each of the targets gets a turn and each one casts very powerful spells some of which do status effects some of them do aoe damage some of them do critical hits some do a like a delta attack which is just a one target very powerful hit um it's really strong one does holy so a lot of stuff is coming at you, a lot of ways, um, and one part has 60,000 HP, two parts have 55,000 HP, and then two parts have 50,000 HP. So yeah. you're st- it's a long, grinding fight, and uh, after three times, I no, I think five times, I was like, I could do this, I probably need to go grind a little bit on some of these monsters. I could do this. I don't want to do this. I'm just done with this game. So Yeah, after I beat it, because I, I beat this one before you did for, for once, I said, I don't know how you're going to do it without Mimic, because I don't think I could have done it without Mimic. Even I, though my, I was way leveled ahead, I still don't think I could have done it without Mimic. So I could have used... I, I had already figured out part of it, because mm-hmm. by the end of it, I had a couple strategies that were getting me close, but as I looked at it, I'm like, it's just going to take too long and and be too intense i could have used a blood sword on my character that had rapid hit mm-hmm. from the ranger and i could have given them um uh a ribbon and i could have given them something else and then they would have done enough damage to heal themselves every time mm-hmm. uh and then as long as they had enough defense so i could have just made them like a uh either a freelancer or a knight with a lot of high defense rapid hitting with a blood sword and then i my spell blades could both have had drain so i had two people who had maxed out spell blade 
So mm-hmm. I could have had two spell blades with drain, high defense with ribbons, just whacking away, healing themselves every time. And then I could have done it that way. But yeah. it it was just going to be too much. And I didn't want to keep grinding it out. And then I just would have had to get lucky sometimes. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm... forget this. <laughs> That's totally fair. So I had, I had Bart's summon Bahamut who did like 7,000 damage to everybody each time and then mimicked it three times. Yeah. So, um, it took me, it took me a while to figure that out. And then I still needed to like, at some points, like stop and heal or stop and whatever. But, um, and then I was able, I was able to equip three ribbons because I had two freelancers who could then use freelancers can equip anything. And Mm -hmm. so they were able to equip ribbons and then they were able to use their mimic ability. And then I had one of I think it was Lena I kept as a mimic, but she had been a dancer, and so she was able to equip ribbons um, with that ability. And just, yeah, it was it was a mess. I didn't like it, but I did it. So great job! I'm better than you, I guess. You are better than me. <laughs> hey, we said that we play every Final Fantasy game, not beat every Final Fantasy game. <laughs> but so far, you're right. We did. You have beat every Final Fantasy game. You are the more Final Fantasy between the two of us. Great job. Yeah. So then we cut to the ending of the game. And mm-hmm. this is where my notes run out and Lisa's notes begin. So Woo-hoo! now you get to stop hearing my voice and you get to listen to Lisa's melodious sounds. Well, as you remember things, you can jump in. But yes, I, ha- I took all the notes. on. So basically, when I played, I just watched the ending and it's actually pretty long mm-hmm. um like 20 30 minutes or so of an ending and so i just watched it and enjoyed it and then i told david when you beat it let me know and i'll take notes for both of us and then you can enjoy it and i can take notes or whatever so then when david didn't beat it we just pulled it up on youtube and watched it so you could watch it if you want or you can listen to my summary so neo x death crumbles into specs and then we're in space <laughs> <laughs> the final frontier yes and it's the kind of thing where the the stars are like coming at you like you're zooming through space and then there's a crawl and the, the exact same way it's been for every other one of these games where at the end you get a cut and you get this same similar crawl we've had this same scene every game well the first one didn't cuz the first one just ends you don't remember that i thought the first one had a crawl had a, like a big ph- philosophical crawl at the end also i thought all of them did this i don't think so well maybe you need to go back and read this in episode 1 Whatever. Okay. So the crawl. In the beginning, there was only the void. But from the void came four essences. They formed the crystals, and the world was born. Hope blessed the earth. Courage blazed with flame. Devotion turned the water into the seeds of life. Passion for knowledge spread wisdom on the winds. If ever the void threatens to engulf the world, so long as the four essences still exist in mankind, light will be born anew. It is from the void that the four essences will arise, and once again they will shine bright. Yep. Whatever the heck that means. (laughs) (laughs) So then, what happens? So then, we go, we see our four protagonists, and they're knocked out, and they're floating in space. Bartz wakes up, and then, like, flies down to Kryly. And he's got sparkles coming from him. It wakes Cryley up. 
And then she's got sparkles and they split up and they go wake up Lena and Ferris and then they fly around with sparkles and it's just the most extra thing ever. I thought they were meant to be stars because they're in space, not just sparkles. Yeah, but like, so there's stars coming out of them? That doesn't make any more sense than what I Oh, I didn't say it makes sense. I said it just, that's what it looked like to me was stars. I don't know. So then um, they're all like looking around at each other and then Cryley shoots up. And the three shards come out of her. And it says, hope, bless this earth. Ferris shoots up and three shards come out of her. Courage, light the fires. Lena shoots up and the three shards come out of her. Devotion, breathe life into the waters. And then Bart shoots up and the three crystals come out of him. Passion, spread knowledge on the winds. And then they're like, oh, I guess the the crystals were strong enough in us. And blah, 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 blah. And so then... Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And so then we see the crystals reforming in the four places where they were at the beginning of the game before they all got destroyed. And then the void goes away and all of the places it had swallowed come back. So we see uh, the different places on the map where the purpley black circle of of death was and it just zoop. And then whatever was there before is back. And so apparently we don't need eight crystals anymore. We're okay with just four. And apparently we don't need two split up worlds to seal the void anymore. We're good with just the merged world. So all of that lore about why the void, how the void gets sealed is it's all good because the Dawn Warriors did it. I don't know, man. I don't know. So then Bartz goes, the world is being reborn. And then King Tycoon is like, yup. And he comes down with the four Dawn Warriors. And they encourage our heroes to go back because the world still needs them. They're like, yeah, it's not your time to join us yet. Like, go be heroes and adventurers. See, there's an afterlife. This is why X-Death wanted, like, nihilism. For good guys. (laughs) For good guys? For good guys. And then they, like, flash and I think, like, in place. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is when they, like, fade away or whatever. But no, they, like, zoom around, like on a super speed and then they turn into a drake yep which i'm like what (laughs) but okay and the drake uh grabs our heroes and transports them back to earth yep and then the very next thing we see and this is where david got really mad so the next thing we see is sid in the lab and mid comes running in and he goes grandpa grandpa we got a letter and so then the rest of the game plays out as like a letter that is be- that Sid is reading and it's going to narrate what what happens next and it's from Cryley. So, we see the Drake drop the four of them off and they're all passed out and then they all come to, they like shake their heads and they're and um and then we go around to the different towns and we see life returning to normal. We see the water is flowing, the wind is blowing, like all the good things. To be clear, I am not pissed off about that. No, I am no, no. happy that life has returned to the world. Sorry. I'll, <laughs> I'll get to the point where David got mad. Sorry. I, I'm mean. I'm not that mean. No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I was misleading. Um, Cryley mentions how peaceful everything is. And we see her in the Moogle forest. And like, there's like just shenanigans Which going on. Which is adorable. On. It's very adorable. She's playing with the Moogles. And the other three are there. And they're like laughing and having fun. And then um, she mentions how the Chancellor is happy because he's got his two princesses on the throne. And Lena is on one throne in her normal outfit, but uh, Ferris is in her, like, bell outfit with her ponytail. 
and she looks very uncomfortable and the chancellor's running back and forth and just very happy to have like his rulers back kind of thing and be able to be a chancellor again. And then Carly says, but Ferris was worried about her pirate friends. And so then we see Ferris walk into the bedroom, like look both directions, rip her dress off. And underneath she's in her like normal outfit and her hair that's all down and swoopy. And then she jumps out the window. And Uh I I just love that Ferris is just like bailing on being a princess. (laughs) I love that too. I also love that you know that she's in a parapet, like, and what's her response? Jump out the window. Yep. I'll figure it out. Yep. <laughs> um, and then Kylie mentions that Ball has no heir to the throne. And she's like, maybe someday I'll be queen in my dreams. And I was like, what? Why? You're the granddaughter of the old king. Like, what? And I think your parents are dead. Why are you not the next in line? But whatever. They, like, gloss over that. And then she mentions how... Bartz goes back to his hometown so he can be near his parents. And we have a sweet scene where we see him put flowers on their grave and just spend a minute, you know, like being near them. (laughs) And then she's like, and Boko and Coco had their three chicks. And this is the best part of the ending. (laughs) So it's super cute because if you don't remember, Boko and Coco are with the pirates. And so Coco starts popping out eggs and like hopping around. (laughs) So cute. And the the eggs are like pink and like little and Oh, they're so good. Yes, and the pirates are literally, like, their hands are on their heads and their hair sticking up and their face is like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Like, they're so shocked to be bird uncles. And then the chicks pop out of the eggs and start shaking their tail feathers and it is so cute. They're, they're little tiny chocobos. Yep. Like, they did a great job with this, like, these sprites. They're little tiny and they start, yeah, they start shaking their butts and it's so good. Yeah. And Kylie is like, have you ever seen a baby chocobo? You should go see the baby chocobos. They're super cute. Agreed. And then, so yeah, so Boko and Coco had three chicks. And then, and this is the part where David gets mad because Kylie says, it's been a year since then. And we find out that like none of our main characters have visited Sid or Mid. Sid and Mid, who, like, have been huge players, who have risked their lives multiple times for these guys. They went and visited the Moogles, but didn't go back to Sid or Mid, who are the only reasons that they were able to accomplish anything between the airship, the regular ship, and the submarine. Without Sid and Mid, this whole thing ends, and they can't even give them the decency of a hiya, how are ya? And more than that, I mean, Carly says it's been a year since then. So that makes me think she didn't even write him a letter for a year. Yep. Like, that's the, you know, the least I could have done was texted, right? Like, okay, maybe you, you don't have time to go visit in person. Like, you do. But, you know, let's say you don't. You could have at least sent word. Nope. Yeah. The whole world's connected. We know you can ride around the whole world on a chocobo. Yep. Like, because we had to do it for, like, an item. Yes, I did. Come now. Go see Sid and Mid. WTF, mate. (laughs) All of you just thought... I loved, like, three of the four of these characters. And they all lost some points here. But then Sid, who is much more gracious than David is, kind of, like, looks to the side and goes, Cryley, you did an outstanding job. You all did. So he's still proud Grandpa Sid. Yeah, because he's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then... We get the first of the two endings we're going to get. It's kind of Lord of the Rings-ish. <laughs> How dare you? All of the Lord of the Rings endings are glorious. I don't care that there's eight of them. There needs to be. 
there does not need to be any more of this game. <laughs> oh, I liked these endings. I thought they were very sweet and a good wrap up. Okay. So then we get, um, I described it as very end of a TV series or like, I think Endgame uh, had a similar thing where basically we see, we spend a time with each character and it's sepia toned and it shows us clips of like their greatest hits kind of things. And then, um, and then they turn into color and they get big and it says like Bart's and then we see Lena's and then we see Ferris and then we see Crowley's. I think I would have liked it better if it had some text underneath that like, like end of shows that then say Bart's went on to do. Yeah. But the fact that it was just like, here's some clips you've already seen and his name. And I'm like, that's it. Okay. That's well, because there's more to the story. Okay. Anyway, I thought it was very cute. Um, yeah, this is the part that made me go, oh, this game wasn't so bad. I'm going to miss these guys. And Cause, again, because I got senior goggles real bad. And, and <laughs> to be fair, also with the clip show, it does remind you of there's some real high highs to this game. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to give it its fairness. Like, mm -hmm. even though it and I maybe that was the purpose to be like, hey, if, if you're frustrated, remember this. <laughs> I don't think they stuck the landing, but I think that the game has a lot of good highs. Like mm -hmm. the ending was very bad including this part like other than the chocobos but <laughs> disagree i liked this whole ending there you but. go and then i wrote cryley is a bamf in all of her bits yeah because all of her bits are like taking out the king who was possessed and like yeah she's just cryley is a bamf <laughs> and then i, I loved because i'd forgotten but there's a scene with her and bart's and bart's kind of like knocks into her and she like knocks him back the other way like siblings it was very cute yeah so then it scrolls up from the ids and it fades to black and then we fade back in and zoom in on the forest where Galoof is buried. Mm -hmm. And this part, like, David actually went like, ooh, look at those graphics. And, like, it was very much like a, yeah, this game's progressed a little bit. Um, and then Kryle's there and she's in front of the tree. She walks up and she lays some flowers at the base of the tree. And she mentions, and she's, like, talking out loud but to herself. And she's, she's like, you know, everything's right in the world, but for some reason I'm sad. And she's like, I, I think it's because ever since my grandpa died I've been alone. And then the theme music starts to play slowly. And I'm like, ooh, like I got chills. Um, I was totally all in on this ending. I know you weren't, but yeah, um, it was great. And then um, and then we see the sepia-toned highlight reel for Galoof, and we see his sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And then we, and then we come back to Kryly, and she goes, see you, Grandpa. And then <laughs> from off screen, Bart says, what do you mean you're all alone? And then he, Lena, and Ferris jump down from the tree and they're all like, we're here for you. And David's like, "You? they were just eavesdropping and like chilling there the whole time? No, no, no. I said they were leaves dropping. Oh, sorry. I punned hard on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the pun. But it was very Batman of them. Like, I got a good chuckle out of it. And she was all like, aw, thanks, guys. And then some birds fly over. And I wrote that they magically poop a flower garden. Uh -huh. <laughs> because I'm like, I don't quite know what happened. But that's what happened, literally. So um, It's the power of friendship, <laughs> thank you. The power of friendship makes flowers appear. But, it, like, birds flew over. And then it happened. Yeah. And they pooped something. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh... All of them, like, stand together and, like, put their hands up in the air. Yep. And they're like, I feel the crystals. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this is, like, oh, then they each hear their thing. And so, Carly's like, oh, is, is it Grandpa's voice? And Bart's like, no. It's more like the wind whipping through the trees. And then, I forget who's who, but, you know, then one of them goes, yeah. Or, like, 
the water flowing or the crackling of a fire or the earth shifting. And this is when the crystal theme music comes Mm -hmm. in and like finishes up this bit. And then they spin and they jump around and they run around the forest and they come back, like they run off screen and then they come back and three of them are on chocobos and one of them's on the drake. Yeah, Kryly's on a Drake, and the rest are on Chocobos. And... Yep, and we we they decide that yeah, we're, now it's up to us to defend the crystals. And Dave was like, "It wasn't this whole time; they already <laughs> failed." And I said, "To give them like their credit, they didn't know they were crystal protectors until it was too late. This time, they can like preemptively protect the crystals." I mean, they showed every time they showed up at a crystal, it hadn't been broken yet. So they could have protected it. They just failed each time. No, it was too late. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so they're going to go run around the world, the world together. And so this triumphant music starts playing and they run all over. And I was reminded once again of the never ending story. Because <laughs> at the very end of the never ending story, Bastion is riding around on Falcor and Falcor takes him back to uh, Fantasia and as they're soaring around Fantasia, they see Atreyu riding on Artax. And, like, that's totally what happened in this scene where Kryle is on the Drake and she's flying over and she sees them on the Chocobos. And it's very cute. And then um, the very, very end is a wrap-up where they ha- they take turns with the characters. And they have the character against the monster. They one-shot the monster. And then they show the final stats. So, basically, like, the total experience... Like, they've earned their final level, their class, and then they show you how many skills they learned out of 74. Because apparently there's 74 total skills, and so it tells you how many skills each character earned. And then you go through all four characters, and then that's it. And then we get the regular credits, the end, thanks to Blaine. Yeah, thanks to everybody who's been a part of this, and that we've had at the end of every Pixel Remaster, and it's yay! Yay! So David doesn't have the final stats for his characters, but I'll tell you what mine were. All mine were level 41. There you go. But I have my actual final stats. Yes. So Cryley was a level 46 freelancer. Her HP was 2,936. Her MP was two was 383. Her total experience in the game was 470,586. And she earned 43 of the 74 abilities. Oh, gosh. What? I can't just... I know that the YouTuber we watched had all 74 abilities on every character, and I'm like... Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, Ferris was level 46 freelancer. Her HP was 3,045. Her MP was 381. Her EXP was 483,915. And she learned 40 of the 74 abilities. Lena was a level 45 mime. Her HP was 2,853. Her MP was 389. Her experience was 446,051. And she learned 43 out of 74. And then Bartz was a level 47 mime. His HP was 3,240. 3, His MP was 393. His experience was 492,460. And he learned 41 out of 74 abilities. So the closest I got was 43 out of 74. Good times. Yeah. Which With is all that crazy grinding you did. 58%. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yup. The end. The end. So, overall, we'll do the stack rankings in a minute, but 
overall feelings coming away from this game? You had the senior goggles. All in all, how you feel about this game? Without doing the stack ranking and like looking them up or comparing them to the other games, I think it was middle of the road. Because like you said, the highs are very highs, but the lows were very low. And it and I might have felt differently if we hadn't taken a break in the middle, you know, and I might have felt differently if we'd played it faster, you know, but it it is what it is. Yeah. I, I, think- I sorry. Uh, I think and I think this is one of our stack rankings, but I think the characters will score a lot higher than the game as an overall because I really loved the characters in this game. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think like I said, highs are high, lows are low. I think so. Overall, it's a it's a fine game. Mm-hmm. It, it's perfectly fine. Um, it, it's it's a game of extremes, mm-hmm. a- and then it's a game. So the weird thing about it is that it's a game of extremes, but also a game of just complete. You're you're not doing anything new story-wise, right? Like, Mm -hmm. its story isn't new. It is doing a lot of things new technically. Mm -hmm. The job system is the best job system we've had. The exploration is great. The multiple worlds and how we travel between them is great. The uh, It cleaned up some of the transportation by letting the airship be submarine, airship, and ship all in one. Like, some instead of needing to like bounce between three different ships like we had to last time yeah. like uh i did appreciate that a lot it does a lot it has black chocobos which is cool mm-hmm. like uh tonberry shows up Lo- yeah lots of lots of things and then just graphically it's mm-hmm. a huge graphical improvement right it's doing mm-hmm. a lot of things with its animation with its graphics it's it's a real good stepping stone Storytelling-wise, it's not. Yeah. I get why... Like, having played it, I get why 5 doesn't get a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, because it's it's hard when you've got really great characters, but not a lot for them to work with. And mm-hmm. so the game as a whole gets forgotten. Although I think X-Death gets remembered as a villain. Like, the... Um, like, Neo-X-Death and stuff, but... No, you're making a face that no one. No, else maybe see. Ba- maybe other people remember. Him. I don't remember him. Okay, like I've heard about him more than like some of the other villains. That's great. Like cool, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, in that case, let's do our stack rankings. Okay. So we start with our uh, overall grade for the game. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about our feelings. I, I, overall, I think I give it a C minus. What would you give it? I also gave it a C minus. I gave it a seven out of ten. So, I yeah, uh, seven, six point eight, six point nine, something like that. Like that'd be a D plus. Sure, you're right. <laughs> so yeah, a straight seventy sounds good. C minus. Mm-hmm. Now we do our stack rankings. This is where we rank all the games we've played up to this point in stack order, best to worst. So overall, Lise. two, four, one, five, three. Two, four, one, five, three. Mm-hmm. Mine is four, two, five, three, one. There you go. There you go. Mechanics. Three, five, one, two, four. Okay. Five, four, three, one, two. The only reason it wasn't higher is because of the not pausing 
when it got to my turn, like the active time battle system. It was better than in four by a lot, mm-hmm. but still didn't love it. That's completely fair. I think the thing that was coming up for me, and I, it, I was going back and forth on should it be four, five or five, four. The main issue was just that the only it, the only issue was the huge difficulty spike at like toward the end mm. where it had done a very good job of you didn't have to do a lot of grinding mm. you could just play the game and the natural progressions was fine and you could pl- you didn't have to have certain jobs or certain combinations or things like everything just you could play wild wacky combinations and you could just do whatever and the game was forgiving and it was letting you progress at whatever rate you wanted to very well. It wasn't it wasn't too easy, but it wasn't too hard. Like it was lined up very well and doing something pretty crazy with the job system. Mm-hmm. Like I love this job system. Like it's great. And then all of a sudden with the rift, it just the jump becomes huge and you have to have done certain jobs in a certain way or it's just going to be incredibly hard or you have to grind like a crazy amount right here and it just felt off (laughs) there you go um but everything else about it mechanically this was the best game mechanically in my opinion like the job like i said i'm a sucker for a good job system this is the best job system we've had Mm -hmm. uh i'm a sucker for like small hidden progressions and the piano system was great Mm -hmm. like that was awesome um yeah there you go. I, I get that you don't like active time battles and how they refine active time battles for the next ever is going to be an interesting <laughs> ten, ten games. <laughs> like so, the fact that it's it becomes both turn based and active, and how like they refine those systems is just going to be part of the way we go. Yep. Uh, story. Two four one five three. Four two three five one. There was not much story to this game. <laughs> it was I all mean, right. It was just ridiculous at points. Sorry. There was a lot of story to this game. It was not coherent. <laughs> not like fitting together very well. But yeah. Uh, airships. 51432. Ooh. 5-1 a category for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Spoiler. Five's going to win two other categories for me. Darn. Uh, 45321. Mm-hmm. Characters. Five, two, four, one, three. You really love these characters. I freaking love these characters. And I think part of the, like, I, I love all the side characters. And that part has to do with the advancement in technology. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that when we see Boko and Coco, like, with their babies and the pirates mm. are freaking out. Like, I'm just like, that's so cute. Because I, I picture it cinematically, right? I yeah. picture these pirate guys who are all of a sudden, like I said, they're uncles to baby birds and they're like so excited and like, what do we do? Because we are giant like pirate dudes and like these little delicate chicks. And I just like, so the fact that they can be so expressive and they can do so much more movements makes even unnamed, no dialogue background characters endearing. And so I just like, besides our main characters, I loved everybody in this game. (laughs) That's completely fair. That's really, really good. Yep. Um, four is still the best for me. The characters in four, it's hard to beat. 
I, I, had, I know you hated Bart's most of the game, so that's got to hurt a lot. <laughs> I had a really hard time, should this be number two or number three? Like, I had a really hard time with four and two, uh, with five and two, and like, which one should be where? And at the end of the day, it was my dislike for Bart's as a leading character, put it this in rank three. So it's four, two, five, three, one. Mm-hmm. Soundtrack. Five, three, four, one, two. Four, five, two, three, one. I think this game had the best range of music so far. Um, That's really which, fair. Which I, I appreciate a lot. Like, three... I The reason three was number one before was three just had, like, the rock and roll vibe. And that was <laughs> so different and so fun. And so I was like, yeah, like, let's let's get this, you know? And then this game just had a really, really good emotional range of music and... Um, like I said, at the end when the, the adventuring music from earlier in their games, like slowly comes in as they're doing it, like, oh, that gets me every time. So it's great. Favorite character. And here I thought that it was going to be like obvious and with a bullet who it should be. And I found myself surprised by who I wrote. So, oh, well then you should go first. No, I was going to say, so let me guess yours is Ferris. Duh. That's what I was going to write also with a bullet. And then I thought, well, no, it's probably should be like Boko. And then I was like, no, it should probably be Sildra or Hiru. And then I was like, and then I just started writing and I wrote Cryley. Like, Cryley was a BAMF. She's the she next best up, character for sure. Like, she showed up. She was a BAMF, much like Ferris was. But she also, like, had, just like Ferris, she had a lot of depth with relationships. And she had um a lot of... We saw grief with her mm-hmm. in a real and powerful way. We saw her... Which uh, we did with Ferris also. I know. That's what I was saying. We saw lots of this with both of them. Um, but she also got to have a real, like, sisterly relationship with everyone. Mm-hmm. And she got to connect more with a lot of the side characters. Like, and she got to be a emotional catalyst for Lena and for Ferris and like helping them connect with the passings of these animals. And she was, she was the prince. She was the most princessy of them all, like talking to all the animals and the Disney princessy for sure. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, um, the grandpa moment with mid like, yeah, Kylie, uh, Kylie wins it out. There you go. She is second best girl for sure. And Ferris is the second best girl for sure. <laughs> uh, Listeners, who do you side with? Let us know. Spousesoflight at gmail.com. The Pirate Queen is definitely, it's definitely a 99.1 <laughs> and a 99.0 as to like which one <laughs> should have been my favorite. So if we could have had more than one favorite, it would have been both of them, but can only have one. <laughs> But yes, by all means, who's your favorite character? And if you are correct and it's Boko, then by all means, good for you. Wait, or if your real favorite character is actually the true MVP and that's Tonberry, well done. <laughs> Props to you. We won't, you won't hate you if it's Galoof and I definitely won't hate you if it's Bartz, but still. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anything else about Final Fantasy V we want to say as we say goodbye to it? Nope, I'm done. <laughs> All right. Well, rest in peace, Final Fantasy V. You actually ranked higher on my stack rankings than I thought you would have. So good job. Woo! Um, I, like, I enjoyed you, but I'm glad we're done. Yep. Moving on. 
I'm especially glad that we're done because it's time for Final Fantasy VI. We're finally making it to like what I believe is the best of the pixel era of the pixel era games. So I am super excited to play six and super excited to see how you react to it. And I, I think I'm in pretty good standing in saying that this is a masterpiece of a game. So mm. we'll see what you think. And yeah. There we go. But that said, seeing what you think and where we go with that, it's time to talk about the changes to the show that's go- that are going to happen. Yes. So as we mentioned at the beginning, I got a new job and I am now full-time 40 hours, whereas I was 25 hours. So that's a lot more hours. And in, One might say 15 more hours. One might. <laughs> and in keeping with that, um, we are between that... And the holidays coming up, we are going to take December off. Uh, We are also traveling the last week of December and we're going to be out of the country and everything. We're going to be in Europe for 10 days. Yeah. So the two times that we've taken breaks have been because we went out of the country. We went out of the country to go to the Bahamas and we went out. We're going out of the country to go to Europe. So. So um, we wanted to finish five before the end of the year for sure. We're going to hopefully spend time in December playing six and recording and getting like a little bit of a backlog of episodes to release. And then we're going to come back the first Saturday of, of J- January 2024. Happy New Year. Woo! And we will be on an every other week basis. So we're going back to that every other week thing. David's going to help with the editing once a month to help out. And Yay. Yeah. So that way it'll still be manageable, but um, a little bit slower release schedule. So back to what we were when we first started. Mm-hmm. So if you're a long-time listener, way to be back to the OG release schedule. And if you haven't caught up yet, here's some chance to catch up. Yay! Um, but yeah, really looking forward to six. Yay! So, huzzah. And we hope that you have a wonderful holidays. Yes. Hope that you play all the Final Fantasy. Hope that you listen to all the Spouses of Light and that you talk (laughs) with us. That we get... Uh, more listeners on our Spotify Wrapped 2024. Woo! Listen to everything and talk to us. Share your thoughts. Share your feelings. Share what's going on. If you have prayer requests, share those. We'd love to be praying for you guys and uh, caring for you. And, uh, yeah. Or, go ahead. That's like spousesoflight at gmail.com. And leave us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. We are a perfect five star so far. So if you're going to leave us lower than that, you can keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so leave us a five star rating. And if you have critiques for us, go ahead and sh- send us an email with the critiques so we can improve. Spousesoflight at gmail.com. <laughs> and uh, also let us know your favorite Lorcana decks. Sure. And... Uh, if you are playing Lorcana anywhere, like let us know where you're playing and how it's going. Yeah. With all that, I'm David. And I'm Lisa. And thank you for finishing this travel through the void with us. This fantasy is anything but final. Final. <laughs>